The Voice, 26 minutes past 9 o'clock. Uh, it is SENZ Mornings. Can't wait for Daniel McCarty to be back in the saddle next week alongside Brian and I. And then uh, Ian Smith will be back at some stage this year, in 2024. No, he'll be back shortly because we've got a, a test series against South Africa, which Smithy will be calling live here on SENZ, ball by ball. Cannot wait for that. Uh, I honestly, I've probably moved on from the the insult of the South African squad. I'm just excited to have test cricket against a nation like South Africa. Uh, the anthems will play. I kind of agree now with the, the, the head coach. The anthems will play. The emblems will be on the chest. We will be excited. Uh, I certainly am. And, and kind of with that in mind, I want to ask you about this. Yesterday, we had a couple of texts from Brian and, and I think it was Peter who just queried the depth of our bowling attack because I asked who were the undroppable black caps across the three formats and yeah Craig Cumming had Matt Henry and Tim Southey down but you know it's kind of condition dependent the real undroppable guys are Devin Conway, Daryl Mitchell, Kane Williamson and and you can kind of argue Glenn Phillips depending how high you are on him I am very and of course he, he bowls a little bit of spin but for this and for this Purpose, I'm talking seam, I'm talking uh, traditional strength, seam, pace, medium pace, whatever you want to call it, swing bowlers, our frontline seamers, we'll call them. I'm going to need you here because we've carved out a good 15 minutes for talkback. So I 800 And if you don't want to talk cricket, just pick up the phone, you can talk anything, NBA, NFL, football, I'll talk anything with you. But I'm going to ask you about the cricket. I went through and I had a look at the age of our bowlers. So for, for the most part, these are the bowlers we've used for the better part of eight, a decade to eight, six, seven, five years while we've been really successful. Tim Southey being 35. Neil Wagner being 37 currently. Trent Bolt being 34 and missing in action for the most part. Doug Bracewell, he's been around for a long time, so he must be old, duh, 33. He's an all-rounder these days, but he only played for the Black Caps last year, I think. Matt Henry, he's 32. Lockie Ferguson is 34. Adam Milne is 31. And Kyle Jameson, who for so long felt like the young pup in the attack, because he was, and when he burst onto the scene three-odd, three, four seasons ago, it was like, we've got this guy bang in the middle of his 20s who's eight-foot tall, uses extreme bounce, chin music, can swing it a bit, and can hold a bat. Well, he's 29 now, and he's had a lot, a lot of time on the sideline with injury. So he's a, you know, he's a real 29-year-old. Yeah, he might not have played that much, but I, I think his body's been under immense pressure for a long period of time. I mean, and there's physiological reasons for that, the size and, and the kind of load he puts on his back. So 34, 35, 32, 31, 34, 37, 33, 29. Ferguson, Southey, Henry, Milne, Bolt, Wagner, Bracewell, Jameson. I think we'd agree for the most part those are the guys we've utilised over this last period of the Black Caps, this golden era it's kind of been. So then you've got the guys underneath. And, and these are these are fellas that have had an opportunity over the last wee while. We've experimented with them. 
they've played ranging from a handful, like a, just a small handful, to quite a few games for the Black Caps across the different formats. We've got Blair Tickner at 30, Jacob Duffy at 29, Ben Lister at 28, Henry Shipley at 27, Ben Sears at 25, Will O'Rourke at 22. Now, if I've forgotten someone there, because I did this before the show and the coffee machine, there was a queue and they were cleaning it. So if I've forgotten someone there, let me know. Double eight, double three. Actually, no, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Give me a call. Is there someone that's played for the Black Caps that you'd, you'd clump in that category? They've had an opportunity. And we're talking seamers. We're talking uh, pace bowlers over the last wee while that have had an opportunity. I've got... Blair Tickner, 30, Jacob Duffy, 29, Ben Lister, 28, Henry Shipley, 27, Ben Sears, 25, Willow Rourke, 22. Who of that next brigade there could effectively spearhead our attack for the next generation across the formats? Or are we still relying on that older brigade, that group of guys that I read out last, too heavily? And is that why some of you are starting to be concerned about where our bowlers are at and where our bowling attack is at? And I think these concerns started manifesting and and really showing themselves during the World Cup because once Matt Henry went out and he was in sublime form, we were really leaning heavily on, and and Lockie Ferguson had niggles during that tournament as well, leaning heavily on Tim Southey again. Uh, Kyle Jamieson was obviously brought over. And, and Trent Bolt, who, let's face it, he probably hadn't played enough 50... Well, he definitely hadn't played enough 50-over cricket. And and we were vulnerable. And if the ball wasn't swinging, we were in big trouble. But then the group under. And Ben Sears has been, I think, impressive. But he's he's come out of the squad. Lo- uh, Lockie Ferguson's gone in. They do this thing where they change their squads halfway through these these series, which I'm not quibbling about. But of this next group, and Jacob Duffy's had his moments, Blair Tickner tried really hard for in the test, um, a couple of tests that he got an opportunity at over the summer. Henry Shipley and Will O'Rourke, way too early to tell, will persist. Ben Lister's been in and out. Of those those players, and is there someone I don't know about who is a, who's a Tim Southey prospect circa 2008? Is there someone playing for your region, your jurisdiction, your domestic area that I have not got eyes on or heard about or seen or scorecard perved at? Who is, who is this person? Because are you confident of that next brigade? We're going to have an effective spearhead, you know, an effective attack for this next generation. And Tim Southey loves playing for the Black Caps, but he's 35 I'm not saying he's going to stop anytime soon, but we know what happens when guys get over 35. I mean, Jimmy Anderson, he's a, he's a bit of an anomaly, along with Tom Brady, sure. Um, eventually, these guys slow down. Matt Henry's 32. Lockie Ferguson's 34. And he's back in the squad, so it's it's outstanding. So let's hear a little bit of Lockie Ferguson while you give me a call. 0800 Are you confident in the bowlers we have at our disposal? Is there someone I'm not thinking about? Does it worry you when you kind of get your head around those ages and then the ages of that next brigade who I'd argue we haven't seen somebody absolutely stick their, their head up yet? Oh, 800 Let's talk about it. Um, Lockie Ferguson, he's back. 
for this T20 and, and a few T20s here. He's worked his way back from injury. Outstanding to see because they he's got a massive hand to play in a, a World Cup coming up a little bit later. Let's um, let's hear from him as he, he works his way back into the Black Caps. And I hope, and I dare say we probably will, see him in, and hear him in Dunedin later on today. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, Sal. Definitely played in front of some pretty uh, fantastic crowds here. Very vocal. I'm sure the whiteboards will be coming out on the boundary, which is nice. Um, but yeah, if it's a daylight today, it'll be absolutely beautiful tomorrow. Yeah, no, good. Just had that uh, deload period with the Achilles, um, which was needed, but certainly it's feeling good so far. So touch wood, it continues that way. Um, but yeah, love getting back with the Auckland boys. They're flying high towards the finals, hopefully next weekend. So always nice to join that squad. Good wickets. Yeah, it looks like quick bouncy wickets, which has been nice to watch, certainly as a fan. Um, um, watching on TV, it's been nice to see the boys go about their business and of course the batters have been doing an excellent job but um, yeah, once again we start from zero out here um, no doubt a, another high scoring affair being at, at Dunners, um, so looking forward to the challenge. Yeah, I think these grounds are great um, obviously growing up and playing in Auckland at Eden Park, um, it's the opportunity to sort of uh, showcase your skill set in a lot of ways, it's not sort of just banging hard length but I guess trying to read the batters um, Dunners obviously provides that same sort of opportunity for the bowlers um, a, a nice wicket um, good size boundary and as I said if it's a daylight today it'll be a belter. Yeah I mean you look at the quality even the, the young players coming through it's, uh, it's exceptional from Pakistan and um, you know they've clearly got a very good bowling attack who enjoy these wickets um, so once again another challenge for us tomorrow to try to seal the series um, but also making steps towards a, a big World Cup this year and um, nice to see Cezzy get a run and get some experience as well um, but certainly nice to be back with the, with the group. Yeah no it's always good to see a young quick come through. Um, boy's been working really hard uh, obviously on his fitness and and his skill sets have been exceptional throughout, um, so nice to see him get opportunity. Uh, we've probably not aligned as much as sort of I've been out and he's, I guess, come in. Um, but yeah, I suppose through the, the next few years, hopefully work alongside him. Clearly he's doing a lot of work um, to stay on the park, which is uh, often at that sort of age one of the, the bigger challenges. But um, the way he's been bowling through the series has been great. Um, high intensity, high pace, and just staying aggressive against a side that, you know, probably isn't used to the, often the bounce uh, of the wickets here. So um, certainly I guess I'll come in and try to do the same role. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, yeah, look, I think uh, anyone bowling around 145, it's it's only millimetres different. Um, but yeah, look, there's opportunity there, I guess. Um, but I think from his point of view, he's worked really hard on getting his accuracy and his skills up as well to an international level, and he's done well. Nah, sleeping like a baby, it's been good. Um, but yeah, obviously some skilled skilled batters, um, played against them quite a lot. Nice to see them enjoying their time here in New Zealand. Uh, I think they enjoy coming down here and probably fucker enjoys the shorter boundaries. Um, but yeah, tomorrow's another opportunity uh, against the quality batting lineup. so look forward to the challenge. Oh, I've missed Kane very much, so yeah, it's always nice to see his face, um, but unfortunate with the injury, um, but at the same time, provides opportunities for other players. Um, I'm sure he'll get uh, the injury right in no time, but I'm not sure uh, on the replacement as of yet, um, so we'll look forward to the, the game tomorrow. Uh, good players, yeah, yeah, we've got our plans for them. I think the boys have bowled really well against them. Obviously, uh, those guys have great swing paths, and so uh, they can get away with it on short boundaries, but, you know, they start on zero tomorrow just like us, so we look forward to it. So there you go, Lockie Ferguson talking ahead of... Uh, the T20 today in Dunedin, Otago University Oval. Um, really, really interesting here hearing him talk about Ben Sears there, isn't it? Because he's talking about, you know, Sears, he's had his opportunity. He's come through. He hasn't had much of a chance. It's not been much crossover because they're kind of two very quicks and they probably get used in similar ways um, when they play. Uh, so they're not always in that same environment together. 
Now, you guys have blown up the text machine on double eight double three, but no one's giving me a call, so you're just going to have to listen to me read your texts. And if you've got an issue with that, you can pick up the phone. Oh, I under one five zero eight eleven. But there's some really interesting texts here. Uh, we'll start with Patty. Hey, mate, I wrote this in list in 2022, and it's still so apt. I had a look through the team and fringe players, and I can't see a young up-and-comer that we can groom to be a captain either. The whole team is past 30. What has New Zealand cricket been up to? Uh, let's have a look. Well, back then we had Gupta, who's 37. He's, uh, it's a bit irrelevant now. So we got Conway, well over 30. Williamson, mid-30s. Tom Latham, 32. I'm not sure if this has been updated for age. Oh, yeah, it has. It would have been. Uh, Mitch Darrell Mitchell, but he's in the prime of his career. Probably feels like it matters a little bit less for batsmen these days. Why is that? Is it just context or... I don't know if there's something about that. Jimmy Neesham, 33. Um, Michael Bracewell, yeah, well, he's working his way back, and he would definitely be a fixture of the squad. He's in his, in his um, early mid-30s. Mitch Santner, another guy who felt young for so long. He's actually 32. Matt Henry, 32. Saudi, 35. Bolt, 34, as we said. Uh, Glenn Phillips, yes, 27. And if you heard me yesterday, you'd, you might have heard me just lob him out as a smoky captain of the future. Ravindra, 24. Can't get into the side. Uh, Finellan, 25. What does it feel like Finellan's like a 19-year-old that we're trying to persist with? Um, <laughs> he's 25. Ben says 26. Jameson, 29. Scary, says Patty. Yeah, it is interesting. We don't have any, you know, teenagers or these these 20-year-old guys that we're kind of, we get from time to time, these bolts from the blue. Uh, have you Have a look at Canterbury. We have Zach Folks, who's been playing great cricket can swing and seam the ball, holds a bat well, only 21. Yeah, Peter Fulton tipped him out to us, didn't he? I agree. And he's been delivering on on the domestic stage. So that is exciting. Uh, I miss Scott Kugeline, 32. And he missed his opportunity for, I guess, a variety of reasons. But he's, he's played a fair bit, actually. Bowls quick, can hold a bat, but 32, not the answer. Scott comes through. I think it's rare to have a group of players who play five-plus years of international sport in any sport. We've been blessed in cricket and rugby recently, but I don't think you can rule out 29, 30-year-olds to do a job for another two, five season and 32, 35-year-olds to stay in their job for another one, three seasons of mentoring and handing over the mantle. I don't think you can rule out 29, 30-year-olds to do a job for two, five seasons and 32, 35-year-olds to stay in the job for another one, three seasons of mentoring and handing over the mantle. I agree, Scott. It's a good point. It's a good point. What I'm wondering is who are they handing the mantle over to? Do we have that group of players? Uh, It's a good point. Um, Should we get to the phone line? Yep. Let's get to Joey, and I'll get back to your text because you, you've got some wonderful thoughts here on the text machine, but Joey's picked up the phone. Preference always to the callers. Joey, morning to you, pal. Yeah, hang you, you, Louie. I hope yep. Christchurch is all good down there and you know, the weather's good because it's nice in Auckland. Um, look, I, I think um, Daryl Mitchell, because uh, Daryl Mitchell performs, uh, one, and he was saying only a while ago that he wants to stay uh, and play for New Zealand for as long as he can. And I know he's got the IPL, but everyone's sort of got that. Um, and he's a player, if you're coming in to this side as a newer, newer player, um, not that you don't look up to the others, but, you you know, you go go with form. And his form at the moment is, is just unbelievable. Um, you know, so I, I would have him, uh, myself, probably as, a, as, a, as the next captain. Um, and he would do a damn good job, I'm sure. And so would Santner. Uh, he would probably do a good job as well. 
And just Louis on the other thing with the Auckland uh, Auckland Blues, you know, I know you're from Christchurch, mate, but come on, we're we're two, <laughs> we're two years away from winning that. You know, we're, we're, we're not good enough at the moment. We all know that in Auckland, you know. Two years you know, away. So you, were talking, you, know, you were talking yesterday about it and, and you said, you know, about the captaincy. I think the captaincy should go to uh, Akira Yuwani. And the reason I say that... <laughs> no, no, the reason Joey, I, the reason Joey, no, no, no. Louis, Louis, the reason I say that is you will get the best out of him if, if you give him something like that. Now... Um, the, you know the captain they got at the, at the moment. Um, you know he. I don't think he he is a captain. And, and okay, Joey. Look, it is the thing. Joey. 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 Is the thing. Yep. I I would I would love the Blues to make a Kerry Uani captain. That would make me the happiest man alive. And that is exactly what you don't want to hear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would make my 2024 in January if the Blues made Kerry Uwani captain. It wouldn't happen. And Patrick Tuipolotu is a leader. The players really get behind him. They respect him. It's a good move. Do you think they're two years away? Maybe they are. Uh, what we'll do, we'll go away. We're going to come back with Gary, who's given us a bell. We'll get back to more of your texts as well. You're listening to SCNZ. Uh, great, great feedback on the text machine, double A, double three. I'll get back to that. We're talking cricket. We're talking age of our bowling attack. And, um, well, we were just talking Akiriuani for about 20 seconds. Let's get back to the cricket, though. Gary's in Upper Hut. Morning, Gaz. How are you? Good morning, Louis. Happy New Year, mate. Hey, um, one name I hadn't heard you mention with regards to young fast, up-and-coming fast bowlers is that, that guy Fisher from Northern. Have, have you seen much of him? I, I think he looks like he could be quite promising. No, yeah, look, somebody's texted me about that. It might have been you. Uh, no, it was Grant. No, it wasn't he said, no. Yeah, he said, up, up and coming Guy Fisher from uh, Bowls for ND, fairly quick, uh, Grant in the Tron. So, yeah, look, there's a bit, there's a bit of a, a push for Fisher. You, you like what you've seen? Yeah, he, um, he looks like he gets it down in a fairly decent clip. I mean, it's hard to tell. You don't have those speedball radars with the Super Smash stuff. But um, he's got a good body shape as well. He looks, you know, he's not too tall. But he looks strong and athletic. You know, one looks like a guy who won't break down too much. Whereas you look at the likes of Ben Sears, who I'm quite a big fan of, being from Wellington. But he's got one. You know, he's got that sort of a real skinny sort of a frame, and he's got a slightly awkward action. And he just looks like someone, you know, typical New Zealand fast bowler who's just going to have back problem or a knee problem or something. You know, just like we've always had over the years. He's got a touch of the Bondy about him, does he? Well, yeah, I don't. I hope not. You know, I hope not because he's actually <laughs> he's been performing pretty well, and he, he is a young fella. And like you say, all the other ones, Henry, I think, still got a few more years in front of him. But I think he Bowie, he's definitely yeah. on his last legs. Yeah. Um, I understand yeah. why they keep picking him. He's got the experience, and we don't have Trent there anymore. So, yeah, and with well, Williamson going to be out for a while, I, I guess Tim will take over a captaincy role, or at least a, a leadership role, at the very least. So I get that, but yeah, he's definitely got to be on his way out. Yeah, Gary, I totally agree, and I get it as well. I understand why why we're in this situation. We're almost a victim of our success in a way because we've had no choice but to pick these guys because they've been so good and so consistent. And oh, delivered. and they have uh, been, yeah. Yeah, but it just has kind of put us in a catch-22 situation where we've kind of skipped a generation, and now the next up-and-comers well, are not actually that young, so... Um, it's a good point you make, mate. Uh, I'll just get back to the text machine quickly, shall I? 
Here we go. Hi, Louis. Re-bowlers. My, my concern is the test seamers, as guys like Ferguson and Milne keep breaking down, can't be relied on in the test arena. They have been tried. So the fact we haven't discovered the long-term prospect, prospects is that A, we don't have the cattle, or B, is it an inability to for the selectors to find these bowlers? Well, I'll add C to that, Mikey. Is it what I just said? We haven't needed them. And that's not an excuse, but sometimes you have to have your hand forced to find the next guy. And I think about the, the, you know, the opportunities Tim and Trent got at a young age. Well, they were prodigious talents, but also, let's be honest, it's not like, and, you know, Mardo was very good for a long period of time, but, you know, and, and Kyle Mills was excellent as well. Consistent, but, you know, they didn't have to bang the door down over and over and over again to get an opportunity, if you know what I'm saying. And again, I'm only talking about the test team. Also not concerned about Southie or Henry age-wise yet. Mikey, neither. Not yet, but it's on my watch list. It's on my Black Caps trade me watch list. How come the, in the Black Caps, anyone who bowls 140 kilometres an hour just bowls straight? All Ben Sears needs to do is point to fine leg, run his fingers down it, and he'll end up being bowling and swinging thunderbolts like Bond used to. We must coach that out of them. 140 kilometres dead straight is chicken fodder to most batsmen these days, especially the Aussies or the Pakistanis, to be fair, who face the best quicks in the world who actually swing the ball. Well, Jimmy, it's a great point. I don't know. I mean, look, we've got to give benefit of the doubt to the, the coaches and the environment that they are suggesting this stuff and they're getting the best coaching available. Wow, actually, they're getting coaching available. Uh, we can't quite afford the best coaching available, but yeah. Hey, where's, is Shane Bond on the list to be, you know how we've got these guys coming back through and we've got Andre Adams who's in there at the moment. Is Bondy on the roster to be coming back through like Flem has been as well? Because when Bondy was the bowling coach of Tim and Trent, that's when they just saw s- such growth and, and Matt Henry was in that group as well and Wags. I wonder if he's back on the roster or on the watch list their watch list to have back in the environment. It would be interesting, Jimmy. Good text. We'll keep getting to them after this. You're listening to SNZ.